96.7 FM WTOB, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you to retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm your host, Doug Ray. With me today is Bryce Payne, and today, Bryce and I have opened up the mailbag because we got some really, really interesting questions today. Bryce, good morning. How are you? You are on the eve of a momentous week for you, a life-changing week for you. Doug, well, thank you for having <laughs> me here again in the uh, in the studio. Yes, uh, I am getting married this week, so uh, Belle and I are heading out to Colorado right after we're done recording here, and uh, we're getting married on Tuesday. Tying that knot. Tying that knot. We've been together 12 years, and I know we're rushing things a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're but, rushing them. But when it's when it's right, it's right. You just you just get the sense, and there's no need to wait. And you're getting married at 9,000 feet, right? Getting married at 9,000 feet at the base of uh, Pikes Peak out in Colorado, which is where we both lived when we met 12 okay. years ago. And I understand they have auction bottles out there for <laughs> <laughs> we, we do. They do. That's something that they have in Colorado. You can just go to the CVS or the Walmart, the Walgreens, and buy yourself oxygen canisters in case you go up to a higher elevation that you're not quite getting the oxygen that you need. The Denver Broncos love to have that on the sideline for every uh, every visiting team out there, just kind of as a little wink and reminder. Well, it's no joke. A year ago, April, I went out to Denver for my son's wedding, and uh, you can feel it. Yeah. Well, Denver's not even that high. Denver's only yeah. a mile high. Mile high, yeah. yeah. But walking through the airport, at that time, you had to wear the mask. So, okay. Yeah. I so could, you're not I getting oxygen that yeah. way. <laughs> I could feel it, no doubt. No question about it. Yeah, I came back to Colorado one time. I uh, had been been away for a couple of years. I was in the Peace Corps, and I jumped on my bike and was pedaling somewhere, and I had to pull over. I had I had winded myself real fast. So, yeah. Um, yep, that's the way it is. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it, Bell. Uh, uh, can't guys, wait to see you out there, honey. Yeah, you guys have fun. Thank you very much. All right, Doug. Well, like you said, we're going to dip into the mailbag here. But before we do that, it's time for our Wealth Guardian Service Salute. And just as a reminder to everybody out there, each and every week here in the Wealth Guardian Studio, we're honored to thank our military first responders and their families for their sacrifice in serving our community and making our safety and freedom their mission. And each week we want to salute a specific individual. So if you know someone we should be recognizing here on the Wealth Guardians radio show, please email our team at salute at the Wealth Guardians, and we will be in touch from there. And this week we're going to introduce Jonathan Amos. John was in the Navy from January 1984 to January 1990. That's six years. He was a nuclear engineer, uh, an ET-1, an electronics technician stationed on the nuclear aircraft carrier Theodore Roosevelt. Then, on top of that, if that wasn't enough, he also served 16 months in the Army Reserves as a tank commander and was activated for none other than Desert Storm from January 1990 to March of 1991. John now lives in Greensboro and is employed by a local IT sector. He is married to Suzanne and both, and Suzanne is uh, employed by the local school system, and both Jonathan and Suzanne are none other than Wealth Guardian clients. Yeah, I got to say, John, uh, as a Navy vet myself, that is an impressive career path. Uh, The Navy nukes that I knew were, I mean, beyond smart. Hmm. These these folks are incredibly smart. And then to go from a Navy nuke to being a tank commander in the Army, that is a really, really unusual career path. I was going to ask you, how often does that happen? I don't know that uh, I've seen that before. That's the first time I've ever I've, – I've seen crossovers before, 
but generally they're kind of in the same career field. Okay. That was totally totally different. Totally off, off the beaten path there. My only question for Jonathan, and Jonathan, by the way, thank you for your service. Doug and I salute you. Absolutely. But uh, my question would be, Jonathan, when it comes time for the Army-Navy game, buddy, <laughs> <laughs> Or how torn up are you? I mean, what do you are? Is do you know what you're doing that day? Because uh, I, I know who Doug polls for, but uh, I'm not sure about you. But anyway, Jonathan, thank you for your service. Uh, Doug and I salute you, as does Garrett, who's uh, in the background here. And remember, folks, if you know someone who has served and would like, and you would like them honored at our show, just email us at salute at thewealthguardians.com. Now it's time to get to the meat and potatoes of the show. And, Doug, let's reach into that mailbag here. And the first question that we have coming out seems to be from Johnny, and Johnny is uh, in Reedsville. And Johnny says, Doug and Bryce and Garrett, I have a weird situation. I've been very aggressive about my funding, my IRAs, and my 401ks over the years. All right, I like to hear that. That doesn't sound like a, a weird situation. So I have close to $2 million in those accounts. All right, that's very nice. That's great. But I'm only 54 and suddenly find myself needing cash for a major home repair that I had not expected. I feel poor because I have less than $5,000 in the bank because all of my money is tied up in retirement accounts. Should I just take money out of my IRA and eat the penalty that I'd have to pay for taking it out early? And he did tell us his age, 54, because that's... That's key there, Johnny. Thank you for the question, Doug. I you, know I've got my thoughts, but what are yours? Yeah, you know this is I, I love this question. It's a it's one we can unpack pretty uh, detail here. Um, you know, my first thought is if he was calling the Dave Ramsey show, Dave, Dave would probably really uh, congratulate him, but at the same time chastise him because he completely overlooked baby step number one. Okay which is having about six months' worth of living expenses in your in your savings account. I think Dave Ramsey would find a reason to uh, chastise just about anybody. But well, that's, that's true, too. <laughs> that's, that's, his, that's his game. Yeah. All right, so uh, here's a couple things. Number one, you didn't tell us um, how much you have in each account. Um, let's assume uh, it's about an even mix, a million in an IRA, a million in a 401K, and that's important to know. I know why you're, where you're going with because this. Because distributions are handled differently age-wise in these accounts. The other thing you didn't tell us is, A, how much is the home repair right. and how severe is the home repair? Right. So let's step back. I think he, there's... He also didn't tell us if he has any Roth money. Uh, is that any, is true. Is any of this 401k Roth portion? Exactly. Good point. So let's step back a little bit. I think there's a better way for you to repair your house than taking money directly from your IRA. Because if you do that... Not only will you pay state and federal taxes on it, but you'll also pay the 10% early uh, withdrawal penalty because right. you're under 59 and a half. Right. Okay. Now, let's look at the 401k. You can take up to $50,000 out of that 401k as a loan provision. That might be your best course of action. Right. Because you pay yourself back and the interest. It goes to you, not a bank. Okay. Now, let's say you don't have enough for that home repair. You didn't tell us how much that's going to be. Maybe you get a home equity loan yep, and, and have that repair done. But there's a lot of ways to skin this cat without uh, taking a big uh, uh, hit with taxes and penalties. And then what I would recommend you do is complete baby step number one. Yes. Go back maybe 
idle off the deposits and the contributions to the 401ks and start stuffing the bank full of money till you get it up to that six months. A couple other options. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that one option is this. How severe is the repair? Right. You're 54. Right. If you can wait till you're 55, then you can take the uh, distribution out of the 401k. You'll pay the tax on it, but you'll avoid the early distribution penalty because there's two different rules. There's a 59 and a half rule for IRAs and a 55 age rule for 401ks. Very true. And I'm guessing because he's only 54, Johnny, you're still young. If you've managed to put $2 million aside at 54, you probably make pretty good money. Is there a chance that if you took a distribution from your IRA that you could stop the contributions to your 401k for a couple of months and be able to pay back that IRA within 60 days? Yeah. That's a possibility. Depends on how much, as Doug is saying, how much this loan or how much this uh, home repair is. Additionally, where I was going with it, asking if you had any Roth money, is if you have any Roth money in your IRA or your 401k, you can take the principal out of that without touching the growth, and there is not the 59 or age 55 rule for that. So there would not be a penalty for taking money out of your Roth. So that might be some clean money that you could touch there. It's a great question, Johnny. And uh, But yeah, you do want to make sure, I mean, certainly we congratulate you for having saved up $2 million by age 54, but you do want to have that uh, baby step number one in there of having enough emergency funds set aside. And that, by the way, is one of the first questions that Doug and I ask or any financial planner should be asking you when you um, are sitting down with them is how much money do you want to keep in a emergency fund account for those unforeseen uh, expenses? And usually, as Doug said, you want to have that be about about six months or so. I can't believe, Doug, but we only got through one question here before we've we've got to go to break so uh you know talked a little bit about the wedding there and then we uh, did our uh, service salute so we've got uh, questions coming up after the break from roland and from jocelyn but if you would like to sit down with doug or myself and get questions like yours answered and see if we can help you plan for your retirement all you got to do is reach out to us at thewealthguardians.com or you can give us a call the more traditional way on the phone and our phone number is 336 391-3409. There is no cost or obligation to sit down with us, but other than your time and your gas to uh, come see us. All right, Doug, it is time for the Wealth Guardians trivia question. <laughs> Here we go. It's time for the Wealth Guardians trivia question of the week. All right, Doug, since uh, I'm getting married this week, I thought I would make the trivia question a little thematic here. Why is the honeymoon called the honeymoon okay good question (laughs) all right uh we doug has missed the last two let's see if he can uh if he can if we can make it three in a row by stumping him here this is bryce Payne. with me is doug ray the show is the wealth guardians helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck and this is 96.7 fm wtob 96.7 fm wtob you're listening to the wealth guardians with doug ray helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And I'm Bryce Payne along with Doug Ray. And in the first segment and now in the second segment, we're still taking questions from our mailbag for the month of July. And uh, I've got a question for you. Before we get to the trivia question and see if we stump Doug, I've got a question for you out there. Are you five to seven years from retirement? Do you want to retire period? Are you looking forward to retirement? Do you want to make sure that you're making the best plans for your retirement? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then 
I've got a proposition for you. Pick up the phone and give us a call, 336-391-3409. We here at the Wealth Guardians, Doug Garrett and myself, offer a no-cost, no-obligation, second review of your current portfolio. We want to see if we can help you learn how to retire the job while keeping the paycheck. 336-391-3409. As I said, no cost, no obligation. We're fiduciaries. We're retirement specialists. We're financial planners. We're located in Clemens and in Charlotte. And we would love to sit down with you and see how we can help you out, what services we can provide you in your retirement planning. Whether you've already got an advisor or you've never sat down with an advisor, please keep us in mind. Now, let's see if we stump Doug with this week's trivia question. Doug, are you ready? Sure. Go ahead. All right. So as we mentioned, Belle and I are finally getting married after 12 years of courtship, going out to Colorado, and I thought I would make this trivia question a little bit about marriage. So Doug, why is the honeymoon called the honeymoon? Well, Bryce, clearly I am not an encyclopedia of wedding trivia and uh, expertise. My own wedding was 42 years ago. And our honeymoon was, uh, we were so poor back then that our honeymoon was in my grandmother's trailer at Salter Pass. I knew that. I actually <laughs> knew that. Why is it called a honeymoon? I, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, Garrett, do you over there, do you know why? No clue, man. He said no clue if you couldn't hear that. We don't have mic'd up today. The newlywed couple for the first month of marriage would drink only mead mead a fermented honey drink as an aphrodisiac really so the term honeymoon came to refer to the first month of marriage and that started over in europe i could not ascertain where in europe that started but pretty good guess maybe switzerland austria germany yeah I, you know i have a couple comebacks for that but we're, <laughs> we're on the radio so i'm gonna stay shut <laughs> all right well doug that's three uh, three strikeouts in a row i don't yeah. know that we've ever struck you out three times in a row there but uh Anyway, thank you for playing. I didn't know that either for what it was worth. I just looked up wedding trivia, and I was like, oh, this is a good one. The other question I was going to ask Doug, and I'll ask you out there, what is the month that is the most popular for weddings? I figured we should at least give Doug a one out of 12 chance for that, and uh, I would have gotten it wrong. It's actually September. I thought it would be June. June comes in second. But for some reason, September is the most uh, popular month for weddings. Well, Bryce, do I need to send you out to Colorado with a jar of mead? <laughs> I don't know that that would help. <laughs> It'd have to be a pretty big jar at this point. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get to our next question here. We're taking, uh, we're, we're, we're dipped into our mailbag for this week, and we're taking questions from our listeners. And Roland writes to us from uh, Mount Airy, and Roland says, Doug and Bryce and Garrett, what rate of return should I be getting on my investments these days? I haven't been too pleased with my accounts for the last several months. And uh, hmm. well, there's a lot of information, Roland, that we would need to gather from you before we could give you a good answer on that. I'll turn it over to Doug, but I, I will say this. If you haven't been pleased with your account's performance in the last couple of months, Roland, safe to say you're not alone out there. You know, I, I keep uh, focusing on what he said here these days. That's a good point. If, if you if you had a zero return, that would be fabulous these days. These days, yes. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure you're not happy. I mean, we've been in a bear market since the first of the year. Uh, if you've listened to me on this show, uh, you know I believe we've got more time left in this bear market. I mean, this week we found out CPI was 9.1, which means inflation's accelerating, not going down like they thought it might be. 
that almost locks in a guaranteed another three-quarter percent rate hike next month by the Fed and probably another one after that. Stocks don't like that. And if no, you've got don't. a lot of stocks in your portfolio, you're getting slammed right now. So, yeah. <laughs> if, if the market ended up turning around right now, Doug, and this was the bottom that we saw right now, this would be one of the most mild bear markets oh. we've ever seen. It would barely qualify as a bear market. Absolutely. 100%. So ask yourself that. Do you think this is going to be a really mild bear market, or do you think this will be a more significant one? Keep in mind, it's been over 12 years since our last bear market. They normally happen every seven years. So kind of like an earthquake in California, the longer you go without one, generally, the bigger you can anticipate it being. So uh, Doug, is, I, I think you're exactly right that w we have not seen the bottom of this. nowhere even close to it yet. So Roland, if you haven't been happy with your performance yet, you're probably not going to have been happy if you don't make any changes for the next several months as well. So Doug, specifically, what kind of rate of return besides zero should he be expecting in a time like this? Well, you know, obviously the, th the thing is you, you want to protect yourself. That's the most important. I feel like I really need to emphasize this to our listeners because most of you have been lulled to sleep since 2009. You know, it's been a bull market essentially since then, and uh, we've had a few burps along the way. But that's because all the central banks around the world have applied liquidity to the system. It's completely, totally, 100% different now. They're not applying liquidity. They're taking it out. That's what interest rate hikes do. That's why we're in a bear market. So it's very important for you folks to, to make sure you've got your investments protected some way with, or, or the other. Our clients have that downside protection. I repeat that over and over again because that is very important for our client base because they're retired or very near retirement and they can't afford another 2008. And Roland, I'll note that one point that you, one bit of information you didn't give us is how old you are. I'm yeah. going to guess because you listen to our show and you've taken the time to write in that you are somewhere around retirement age. The answer that we, we would give somebody at retirement age is going to be different from somebody who's 30 or 40 years exactly. old and still going to be working for a while longer. So that's the assumption that we're making here. But there are ways, as Doug says, to preserve your portfolio in these trying times so that you are not feeling the full brunt of the market, yet you still have uh, reasonable growth when the market is going up. And we would love to sit down with you and analyze your portfolio. Uh, we'd have to ask a whole bunch more questions of you to understand uh, what your risk tolerance is and what your time horizon is and what your overall portfolio looks like, what your spending needs are now and, and in retirement. And then we can start giving you that answer of what kind of rate of return you should be able to expect reasonably. But there's a lot of questions we'd have to ask of you further. If you would like to go through that process with us, then I think you you know how to reach out to us, 336-391-3409. Roland, we'd love to hear from you. You know from listening to us there is no cost or obligation for sitting down with us. And uh, we'll see what services and help we can provide and telling you what kind of rate of return you should expect in these types of times. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians, and today we're taking listener questions from our mailbag, and we're going to dip into it here again and go to the next one. And now, Doug, we've got Jocelyn in Blowing Rock. And Jocelyn says, Doug, Garrett, and Bryce, I have a lot of blue chip stocks that I have had for years, like Coca-Cola, Procter & Gamble, and GE, things like that. I've been told that I should find different investments as I get closer to retirement. But I really like these stocks because I've had them for so long, 
do I really need to make changes? And Jocelyn, I'm going to turn it over to to uh, to uh, Doug here, but I've noticed a couple of things that you didn't tell us. And Doug, you know this as well. Jocelyn, what kind of accounts do you hold these stocks in? Mm-hmm. Is this a non-qualified account or is this an IRA or a Roth? Are you ever going to need these monies or might they end up going to beneficiaries at some point? Another question I would ask is, how old are you? And then another question that I would need to know before answering that is, what is the growth on these stocks versus your principal? All of those, Doug, are key things that we would need to know be able to be able to give somebody like Jocelyn some advice. But let's uh, broaden it back a little bit and, and answer her question. Does she really need to make changes to her portfolio like this? Well, I'd like to know exactly how, how much of these stocks represent our total portfolio. True. Uh, great names here. Uh, I mean, in fact, I, I believe, if memory serves, that GE was an original Dow component back in 1896. Uh, GE's you know, it's it's had more than a decade and a half of, of underperformance, but it seems to have its act together now. Coke and Procter and Gamble have given you really good performance over the years. So to, to answer your question with this information, I don't really know to tell you the truth. Uh, what you might look to do is to figure out a way to hedge your position in this bear market we're in. Um, that's going to require some expertise on on. Uh, on uh, doing uh, puts and options uh, trading or doing stop losses. But then again, are these held in a taxable account or a non-taxable account? If they're held in a non-taxable account, stop losses are probably going to force a tax liability. Right. So, you know, we need to know a lot more information than this to really help you out, Jocelyn. We do, Jocelyn. But, uh, Doug, let's say for just a moment, let's say that these are held in a non-qualified account. And she answers my question about, does she really need these monies or will they may be likely passed on to beneficiaries? Let's say that she says, no, I probably won't need them and they might be passed on to beneficiaries. Then what does the answer become? I'd just say keep them because the, when they pass on to the beneficiary, they'll get the step up in basis. There you go, Jocelyn. If you don't know what that means, then you do need to sit down with a financial planner because there's some tax uh, pr- uh, purposes that might benefit you to uh, – uh, understanding what your pros and cons are of selling these things. We've got time for one more, Jocelyn, thank you. And we're going to move on to Doug uh, June in High Point. And June says, Garrett. That's funny. She just says Garrett. She doesn't he's say Doug not, or he's Bryce. He's not even on the show He's not today. even on the show. Garrett, I'm a federal employee. I'll have a nice pension when I retire next year, but I'm wondering about the money in my TSP. Should I keep it invested there, or should I move it somewhere else? That's a good question. You know, that that thrift saving plan has pros and cons, as do 401ks. Um, The biggest uh, negative about a thrift savings plan, as you well know, uh, June, you're very limited in what you can invest in. Very limited. What do they have, like eight investment options? Something like that. The biggest benefit is it's extremely cheap. Yep. Very I mean, low cost. I think it's probably the cheapest investment plan out there. I think I think it's among the, the among, among the cheapest that I've ever analyzed. So I will tell you, all the federal employees we work with that have thrift savings plan, we've always recommended uh, moving it over to an IRA for a bunch of different reasons. We're not going to be able to compete on cost, but we are going to be able to uh, control your downside risk, and we're going to be able to give you a little bit better options than you currently have those eight different funds or so. 
The downside risk, the only downside risk option that you have in the TSP is the G fund. Right. And that's basically cash or very, very low interest rate. Right. So uh, there's definitely some options for you out there, June. We'd love to sit down with you or anybody else who's got a TSP account out there or a 457, a 403B or a 401k for that matter uh, and see if we can help you retire the job and keep the paycheck. But you do got to reach out to us. Our phone number is always 336 391 34 0-9-336-391-3409. We'd love to sit down with you and see how we can help you plan for your retirement. Doug, it's another week in the uh, in the books here. I'm uh, jumping on a plane and heading out to Colorado, and the next time you see me, I'll be about a, a ball and a chain heavier. <laughs> you guys have a great time. Have a wonderful, happy marriage, and uh, we'll see you when you get back, you old married man. Yeah, thank you very much, and thank you out there for listening. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB.